Hey guys, welcome to The Positive Vibe. I'm Chris Purcell, here with... Dylan Pudiak. Thanks for joining us today. Welcome to The Positive Vibe. Yeah! Yeah! First one. Finally getting this off the ground with Chris here. Really excited about this. Yeah, it feels great. Uh, I know many of you that just clicked on this, you're wondering what it's all about. I'm going to jump right to that, and we're going to explain more as we go along. This is a Four Pillar of Health podcast. Uh, Chris and I, if you're not familiar, we're both trainers here at Midtown, and we met here working together, and we wanted to create a podcast around uh, health, but not just uh, working out. You want to go through the quick four pillars of uh, fitness? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so basically the four pillars of fitness, just kind of break it down, are your sleep, your exercise, your nutrition, and then just stress and kind of time management, things that are, are going to contribute to your life overall. Now, we're not going to get really techy. We are going to be coming in with um, some studies from time to time based on what the viewers want to hear. But at the same time, the goal of this podcast with Positive Vibes is really to bring a fun and exciting environment. Nice. Yeah. I mean, we're not uh, we're not just going to be talking about working out. Yeah. We're definitely going to be incorporating other things to that. Um, we'd like to bring guests on the show. We've got some people here that are interested in joining us for some episodes. Uh, we've got some other people out in the Rochester community that I'm curious about approaching about being guests on the show. Before we get into the bulk of the podcast, we're going to talk about some stuff that's happening here at Midtown. One thing that Chris and I are doing is 6 a.m. MXT, which yeah, yeah. we actually just finished up. For those of you that Ooh. may have been in the class, thanks for coming out. If you're interested in getting a good workout, Early Tuesday mornings, they're at 6 a.m. We've got a great group, uh, a lot of fun. Get you set up before work, 45-minute class, uh, full body. I mean, you're in for a good time, no question about that. Yeah, so that's Tuesday, 6 a.m. MXT with us. And then there's something else, too, that's uh, going on. Yeah, so uh, our very own Dave Stats, he's got his Get Fit With Golf going on for five weeks on Saturdays from 11 to noon. Um I haven't had the pleasure to go out and play golf with him yet, but believe me, if you meet Dave, he knows what he's doing. He's one of one of the best in you know all around, uh, and just a good guy. So definitely check his class out. I definitely recommend it. Dave's an awesome guy. Learned a lot from him uh, just in the short time that I've been For here. Sure. So yeah, definitely, definitely check that out. And uh, again, that's a five week program, uh, eleven to twelve on Saturdays. Saturdays, awesome. Another thing we want to do with this is we want to make sure that we have the listeners' feedback. So we want to hear what you guys want to see. Yeah, we want to have involvement, essentially. This is not a us talking at someone. We want to get exactly. participation. Yeah. So we're going to have a, a, a few spots set up where you can um, drop off just your feedback, maybe topics you want to hear, uh, guests that you might want to have on, and so forth. If you want to be a guest, you can also reach us out that way as well. Yeah, so that's going to be at the Midtown. We'll probably put it at the entrance. Uh, the entrance or, is probably the trainer's desk. Or the trainer's desk. Definitely. Just look for that around. We'll definitely be putting that up soon. Um, so, yeah, if there's anything you want us to talk about, cover, questions, guests to have on the show, we're going to start there. And we've got some other ideas that we're going to hold off for on now, but uh, other ideas for getting people involved in the podcast. Um, so now we've kind of covered the broad strokes uh, we're going to talk about how Chris and I got here, give you guys a little sense of who we are, 
uh, where we come from and kind of what we would like to do, you know, with this podcast. Yeah. Sweet. So, Chris, how did you get into health and wellness? How did you kind of find your yourself interested in this to begin with? Um, I've been through the ropes, uh, honestly. I mean, you, you know, from a young age, uh, you know, I've always enjoyed sports. It was kind of like my go-to for just gaining a little bit more confidence, you know, social aspect. And then at the same time, um, you know, I was, I was that overweight kid. So, um, you know, I, I can relate to a lot of my clients when, when they're, uh, you know, struggling to reach their goals. I've been there. Uh, and then I, I kind of, did my own thing, uh, tried to do the workout, the garage workout, the backyard, a little Rocky t- style, and uh, then found my way to a gym, had some excellent mentors, and then just got hooked. Nice. Uh, yeah. uh, what what kind of mentors did you have? Um, uh, I had, I mean, I had mentors that had been in the industry for, for 20 years uh, plus, um, focusing on more of the, the full body wellness lifestyle aspect. And then, um, you know, I mean, growing up, I, uh, my grandparents, and, and I'd have to say were huge mentors. They really exhibited the, uh, the whole lifestyle as far as, um, you know, developing your work around a lifestyle rather than the Very other way cool. around. Very cool. Very um, cool. What was it? How did you meet this mentor? Like, who is this person? Uh, it's my buddy, Dan. Uh, he's my buddy, Dan, and, uh, you know, one of my other good friends, uh, Jen, uh, out of Syracuse. They... Um, they kind of saw me at, at, at sort of my lows, so like been with me through the entire journey. Um, you know, I mean, so when, when did you meet them? I met Dan. Let's see, I was uh, twenty, nineteen, going on twenty, right around that time. Uh, five, eight, two hundred and forty-five, two hundred and fifty pounds. Wow. wow. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, eating disorder, uh, ADHD. So I, I had like some trouble focusing. Uh, very poor sleeping habits. I mean, the the works. Um, you want to talk about gut health? I I was there, um, and then I mean, just kind of, you know, especially my, my buddy Dan, uh, who I have to say is one of my one of my best friends uh, to this day. He really helped me to see that your health is more than just going to lift weights. Gotcha. Basically. Very cool. Um, so you got through that, obviously. You're yeah. no longer doing that. Your success story, uh, pretty awesome. So you got through that portion, and when did you really decide that not only am I gonna, did I change my life through this uh, experience, when did you want to really make this a career? Um, right, kind of right around the, the same time. I had uh, been working a full-time um, corporate job. Uh, doing really well for myself, kind of, um, just kind of looking at it. It's like early 20s kind of thing? Yeah, uh, right around 20, right, yeah, right around 2021, 20, um, same area, I mean, working at a desk, mm-hmm. and uh, that was kind of when I, I made the change. I, uh, my boss at, at the time offered me uh, a full-time salary, pretty nice, uh, almost couldn't pass it up, and it was one of those decisions, like, I could go with this and run with it, and I know what that looks like. I've seen it, you know, through mm-hmm. parents and everyone else, or I can take a risk and put my health first, and that's exactly what I did, and I'm, I'm so grateful that I did, for sure. I, that's fantastic, man. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. I know we've talked about this off the podcast before, and and Chris and I, I mean, from pretty much early on when we met, we definitely hit it off, and I think we yeah. have kind of parallels in how we found our, ourselves here, which we'll kind of get into to my side of the story 
in a few minutes. But um, so you got into fitness, you decided to kind of walk away from the corporate life yeah. style. Um, when, like, kind of, how did you find your way to Midtown? Uh, Midtown. So I mean, uh, I moved out to Rochester about a year ago. Uh, I had some opportunities, and um, and it was it was really funny. I uh, I had called up Glenn and uh, spoken to him, and and I was I was looking to get in uh, almost for anything. I just I knew I liked Midtown. I knew what Midtown represented, and I wanted to be here. That was that was the only thing I knew. And um, so I, I contacted Glenn and uh, told him, you know, hey, look, it's awesome. I wanna, I wanna be in. Uh, I was actually looking at a sales position. He's like, it's booked. I'm like, hey, I don't think you understand. I need to be there. <laughs> and, uh, and he was like, excellent. He goes, you need to contact Sam. And then the, the rest it, is history. I just can't get over the fact that you found his number. <laughs> yeah. Like his direct number. Like the first time you told me that story, I'm like, oh yeah. So like. What you called the front desk and like looked him up online. You're like, no, I I somehow found him online, yeah. right? Googled and, and I was like, you know, like um, it was like contact Glenn Williams, and I was like, okay, Google, I need to figure out, and and it pulled up, and it was like I called up, and I, I was expecting to get the the front desk, and it was like, uh, hey, it's Glenn Williams. I was like, um, hey, hi. <laughs> you know? I wasn't expecting the sales <laughs> pitch so early, but yeah. here we go. Um, no, that's really cool. I, I've realized uh, since I started here that there is a very uh, open communication that Midtown has yeah. with the community here in Rochester, uh, and I think they really thrive on that. Just, you know, people talk to Glenn and be like, hey, Glenn, I'd like this here at Midtown. I'd like to change this. I really like this. We, we, um, there's like a real sense here that they want to really make people happy. And there's oh, yeah. an open line of communication here, so. They care. That's exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that's really cool, man. Um, why so, don't we leave us with, like, one piece of advice for someone? Like, what would you, is there, like, a saying that you like? You know, we don't have to get super uh, mushy yeah. with this, yeah. but, like, <laughs> like, just, is there something that you kind of live by or that you recently learned or Flowers something? and butterflies. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sunshine and, and rainbows. rainbows. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd say I say one piece of advice that's always kind of hit me from a, a young age um, is is live now like no one else so that you may live later like no one else. I love that saying. Yeah, and I mean just like a, hashtag deep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> but it's good. No, it really it's yeah. it is good. It's just I mean you might be looked at as crazy now, but later when you're say retired at forty and you're doing exactly what you want to do, no debt, no nothing else. That's going to be the, the life that you worked hard for. Yeah. Know? That's really cool, man. I really yeah. like that. Well, hey, I mean, let's let's talk about you for a second. So, I mean, I know I know we've touched on this, but how did you get started on your health and fitness journey? Um, that's a great question. Were you just so, born naturally <laughs> I you know, I I just was conceived amazing. No, um, not at all. So, uh, my story is similar but a little different. Um, when I was a kid growing up, I, I have dyslexia. School was really difficult for me. And it was, you know, people have had much harder life, uh, uh, childhoods, I'm sure. But it wasn't, it wasn't easy in school yeah. for me. Um, it's hard for each person. They're, yeah. It's their own story. It's, exactly. It's their own story. We all go through our own struggles. Uh, mine was just, you know, growing up with dyslexia and having a, a really low self-esteem. Um, but I had one thing, one thing that I always had in my back pocket to uh, prop myself up. And that was, at the time, Nordic skiing. Uh, I was a big Nordic skier as a little kid. I started when I was very young. 
And you still ski? I still actually I coach now. Oh. I coach over at Brighton right. High School. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Brighton. Um, but uh, I, I skied at a really young age, and you know I was a seventh grader on a high school team, so I had that. You know I. I would, I would tell myself sometimes I had really bad self-talk at the time. You know, oh, man, I'm so bad at this, whatever, you know, class I was in, Spanish or English or whatever. But at least I have skiing. Um, so that that's kind of how it started. Um, I was really, really competitive with myself in that. I had really high aspirations there, and I kind of put all my, my self-confidence behind it. So that's what kind of got my athletic uh, career started. It's kind of weird. Excellent, man. I mean, it's a great story from uh, you know start start to finish. I mean, and it's not even over. It's not. It's not at the moment. Your story just began. Now, I mean, um, now now let's fast forward a little bit. So, where did you really? I mean, I know you're you're coaching, but where did things really pick up for you career wise? As far yeah. as yeah, um, so I did the ski thing for a while. I, I skied all through high school. Uh, I went to States, I went to junior nationals, and actually I, I took a, a year off to ski. Um, unfortunately, I, I had a really sickly year, and um, I, was, I was sick, I didn't do very good with training-wise, I didn't have very good results, and, and I burned out, to be honest. Um, I burnt out, and I changed gears completely. I moved, I was in Vermont at the time, and I moved to Burlington, which, uh, where I pursued a career in film, actually. Uh, I always liked film in high school, and being a visual kind of person, I found myself doing that. Did that for a couple of years, realized that I had fun doing it, but I really wanted to just help people, mm-hmm. and I didn't really know that this is kind of where I was going to find myself. I just knew that I wanted to be a little more uh, hands-on with helping people. So I moved back home. I went to MCC for a few semesters got into a program at Brockport, and that's what kind of really got things started. I had an older, in my older years, more recent years, not older, I'm not old, but in my more recent years, I've had kind of a mentor of my own, Craig Mattern, who is a professor at Brockport, but I actually met as a cyclist. So when I came back home, I got into cycling, and I, I was missing that athletic portion of my life, so I got into that met Craig. He talked to me about Brockport. And one thing led to another. I ended up going to school there, took an internship to finish my degree, which was here. And um, in that as well, started coaching at Brighton uh, for their ski team, uh, as well as doing coaching for cycling. So it's kind of how I found my way here. I just really enjoy helping people through a medium that I'm familiar with and that I really enjoy uh, doing. Excellent. Yeah. And then um, what about how, how did you and, and Midtown kind of come, together. come um, together? So, yeah, I had to find an internship for uh, for Brockport, and I was just looking at, at surrounding areas for in, in that um, career, so in health and wellness. I was actually, I was looking originally at corporate wellness, uh, looking at like Verizon as a local program as well as constellation brands and all that stuff and I, I will honestly I wasn't looking at personal training because I'm I you know I had this idea I had a bias in my head of what that meant to me mm-hmm. got uh but I had a few people that I knew before uh coming here Tom Driller being one of them 
Shout out to Tom. Uh, he's yeah, now working yeah. for Torta Cure. Yeah. Great guy. Fantastic guy. Um, actually, I helped him out with a uh, workout the other day. Awesome. Yeah. So, but anyway. And you knew uh, Dave Richardson. Dave Richardson too. as well. Shout yeah, from the Dave. cycling community. Yeah. Shout out to Dave. Um, but I, I came in after I submitted my resume. I got a call back uh, for an interview. And from the moment I stepped in for the interview, I knew this place was different. And my bias was wrong. Um, and I've enjoyed it ever since, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. Um, it's really, I'm proud to wake up in the morning and look at myself in the mirror and be like, hey, I work at Midtown. Yeah. You know, I work at Midtown Athletic Club. So really cool place. I did my internship here. And... Apparently, I, I didn't do horrible <laughs> because they hired me. You did so okay. you, I did you okay. Picked the, you picked the strong. I, I did okay. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, uh, I, did, I had a really fun time with the internship, and I'm really happy to be part of the team now. Awesome. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's about it. Oh, oh. Um, and and one, what's, just finish off, what's one piece of advice that you would leave the audience with today? Uh, my my bit of advice is something that I have kind of recently learned in the past year or so, and that is um, I, I've rekindled my uh, um, uh, how can I put this like I one of my heroes biggest heroes growing up is Michael Jordan, yeah. and I've kind of rekindled that. I've watched I've watched some highlights of his, watched some um, talks that he's given. And one of the things that he said is, you know, he succeeds because of his failures. And that combined with some other stuff that I've learned personally, you know, everyone's going to fail. That's okay. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, the cliche, oh, it's okay to fail. It is. But the thing is, is what you do with that failure. Are you going to use that failure in a positive way? Are you going to change? Are you going to develop? Are you going to adapt? Or are you going to be complacent and ignore it or bury it? Um, so everyone's going to fail. That's okay. It's just what you do after you fail is what really matters. Uh, I think Wayne Gretzky had the quote too is, you know, you miss every shot you don't take. Um, there's something to be said there too. It's, it's similar. It's not the same, but a lot of these high level athletes, they don't look at failure as a bad thing. They look at it as an opportunity to get better. And that I think is really important. Failure is always, I mean, to me, been a, a learning experience. I fail, I know what things I need to work on, and, and I succeed. You know, it might take me a hundred or a thousand times, but you always just got to stay positive. So I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. Cool. I think that's fantastic. Cool, cool, cool. Well, I think that's going to conclude our podcast today. Yeah. Don't worry. In the future, we're not just going to blab about ourselves, but we figured that this would be a good way to intro uh, the podcast. Again, to reiterate... Four Pillars of Health. We're not just going to be standing here talking to you about how to work out. We're going to be talking about um, all sorts of different things. So I'll be bringing in studies about topics that we'll be doing, uh, science studies, whether it's like sleep-related or nutrition-related or, you know, workout-related. Yeah. Um, different different hacks, um, you know, as far as things just make your life a little easier, getting better sleep, blackout mm -hmm. curtains, things Things of that nature. I yeah. Mean, just really cool stuff. Yeah, we're not we're not going to sit here and, and uh, say that we sleep. know everything, too. You know, most of what we learn is um, not stuff that <laughs> we're, we're testing or, like, in the lab. We're not trying to make any presumptions that, you know, we're doctors or anything. But what we're doing is we're, we're gathering information. We're living this – we're living in this health and fitness world every day. 
coming across studies, coming across new science, scientific stuff that's coming out. And we just want to share that stuff with you yeah, in exactly. more ways than one. Live the brand. Absolutely. That concludes our episode today here on The Positive Vibe. Thanks for joining us. And remember, go get it.